Perak Yud Mishnah Aleph. We begin the last Perak in Masechta Baba Basra. Says the Mishnah, Get Pashut Edav Mitocho Umekushur Edav Meacharav. So what does this mean? Says the Bartanura that the get over here is not a bill of divorce. It's a regular star, regular document, star, star pashat. Ke'en shana, like our own staros. She'en in tefrum and kushram, they're not stitched nor woven. We'll see what this is in a moment. They're called star kari get. All staros are called a get. It's, 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 it's interchangeable. So we say get over here in our Mishnah, we're referring to a regular star. So again, pashat, a regular star, edad mitocho, the witnesses sign. Ibifnim on the front side, ancient also like we do on a regular document, the witnesses sign the front side of the document. So the regular get pash, regular pash at a star, the witnesses sign the front part of the document. However, umekusher edav me'echer, what does that mean? That on the stitched document, the witnesses sign on the back. It says the Bartudu as follows. You write one or two lines. Then you fold it on the smooth part where there's no writing, and you stitch it up. And the witness, the one, one witness will sign on the fold on the outside of the back of the document. Then you write another few lines, maybe for them on the front side. You fold it over on the part where there's no writing. And the second witness will sign on the back of the fold on the back of the document. And so to the third witness as well. This principle of this get makusha, this woven up document, because of the kohanim that were easily angered. What they would do is they'd get easily angered. And these kohanim would, would write a get, a bill of divorce, an actual get for their wives. And then mischartim, they would have charat and they would regret it. But they weren't able to remarry them. Because Allah is, a Kohen is not allowed to marry a divorced woman. So when a Kohen divorces his wife, he's got to be very careful. So in order to slow down these Kohanim, they would have them, when they would write, write their gets, they'd have to write this get in Kushar, this folded up get, where it's all stitched up with the stitches, that was more of a process to slow them down, to cool them down, to help them avoid divorcing their wives. You can't write this get quickly. Maybe while the sofa is busy writing it up, he'll be appeased. He'll change his mind. He won't want to divorce his wife. And this way, he won't have any problems. That if he divorces her, he can't remarry her. That was the idea of the get makusher. Now, just like we have this principle of a get makusher by actual gitin, by actual bill of divorce. So do the chamen. Uh, put together this Takana by other documents as well. They were not machalik. So just like we find this principle by regular bill of divorce by a get, we'll find it by regular star mechi, regular bill of sale as well. So with that in mind, the Mishnah continues. If you have a get pashit, we say that the witnesses sign on the front. What happens if the witnesses sign on the back? Or they get in the kusher, where the witnesses sign on the back, but here they signed on the front. So both of these get will be possibly invalid. You're not doing like the Chamer Matakin, and therefore it's going to be invalid. If you have a uh, get Makusher that the witnesses sign on the front, it's going to be kosher. 
Why? Because you can make it into a good pashat. How? If you hear these stitches, and open up the document, it'll be pashat. It'll be a regular star. Therefore, if you have a get makusher that the witness is signed in the front, well, deem makusher, because technically you could open it up and make it into a pashat get where the get, where the, where the witness, witness is signed in the front. It all depends on the minig of the Medina. What does this mean? Says the Baratunira. Where they know what to do a get pasha, and they know what to do a get makusher. And the fellow told them, Make for me a get makusher. And then the other fellow went ahead and made a pasha. Or he said, Make for me a get pasha. And the other guy went ahead and made it a makusher. So in this scenario, Tanakama will hold that Mikpad Kapid, the one that's authorizing the get to be written, his Makpad exactly what he's saying, and if you don't listen to him, then the get is possible. However, Rabbi Shimon Begamil is going to hold that no. Since the minute of the city is to use both of these documents, like Kapit, the fellow that said, do the get Makusher, do the get Pashit, he was not Makpit. And therefore, whatever you do would be kosher. This is the Machlokas of the Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon Begamil. However, the Lacha follows like the Tana Kama. Okay. Mishnah Bays. Get Pashit Eidav Bishnayim. Or Makusher Bishlosha. So continuing with this theme, the get Pashit, the regular standard get, you have to, you have to put down two witnesses on the document to make it kosher. Ain't the Hachtebo El there's two witnesses. But the Makusher Bishlosha, get Makusher, would need three witnesses, at least three witnesses. That's what the Chamor Matakin for the same principle. That if you have to have three witnesses sign, it'll slow down the Kohanan from divorcing their wives, and hopefully they'll change their mind and won't divorce them. If you have a get pashit where only one witness signed, or a get makusha where two witnesses signed, they're both puzzle. Meaning, get give it a status as it's puzzle in the Torah, and they both would be invalid. The get pashit needs two witnesses, the get makusha needs three witnesses. Kasav Bai, one who writes a star halva, he writes a loan document. And he writes Zuzin Ma'ah. Shehelva Lakhaveri may I'm lending to my friend a hundred Zuz. And he writes the Inun Silin Eswin. He writes that they are twenty sela, meaning the hundred Zuz is twenty sela. Now we know that a hundred Zuz is actually twenty-five sela. But he writes in the document, I'm lending you a hundred Zuz, which is twenty sela. Says the Mishnah, Ain Lay Ella Eswim. The borrower only has to pay the lender 20 sela. Why? Because we go after the, the minimum language. And we say, The lender had a mind 100 zuzim that are gurum, that are inferior, that are only worth 20 sela. And therefore, the borrower only pays back 20 sela. Another case, Zuzim, the even plus insulin. He says, I'm lending you a hundred zuz that are thirty sela. He writes in the star. So now thirty sa thirty sa would be a hundred and twenty zuz. So So the borrower only has to pay back a hundred zuz, which would be to twenty-five sela from the previous reason. Because we go after the Shunos, whatever would be the minimum minimum amount. And we'll say over here that his the mob the lender's kavana was for slum groom for inferior slum. 
And therefore, the Shishloshimahem 30 slum would only be worth 100 zuz. Another case, Kesev Zuzun Di'inun. He writes in the Shtar that I'm lending you uh, silver Zuzun that are Venimchak, but it's erased. That are what? We don't know. So, Anbachas Mishnayim, the loan is going to be at least two Zuzun, because where Zuzun is plural. And therefore, you automatically going to include two. Uh, another case, Kesev Silan Di'inun. I'm lending you silver Slaan. Di'inun that are Venimchak, and again, it's erased. We don't know. Anbachas Mishnayim, you got to lend them at least two. Or the Arkonos Di'inun, I'm lending you these golden coins that are Venimchak, and it's erased. We don't know the amount. In Pachos Mishnayim, in all these cases, you got to lend at least two. And the mission is coming to teach us that whether it's the big coins, the big matbeos, whether it's the small coins, the small matbeos, the lachas can be the same, that you have to lend at least two, because the word they use is a plural, wor- plural word, and it implies at least two. What about kasabo milmalamana? At the top of the document, you write, I'm lending you a hundred zuz. So going back, now we know the number. I'm lending you a hundred zuz. On the matab, at the bottom of the star, time, you write that I'm lending you two hundred zuz. So now, or the other way around. Top of the star says I'm lending you 200. The bottom of the star says I'm lending you 100. Everything goes after what's on the bottom. Whether it's less, whether it's more. Because we can say that he just retracted from what he wrote on top and go by the bottom amount. And we don't say like in the beginning of the Mishnah that we should go after whatever is the smaller amount. Why? Because here, they're far from each other. One's on the top, one's on the bottom. They're not dependent on another. Earlier, he said, I'm lending you a hundred zuz that are so-and-so slum. It's all on one line. So they're depending on one another. So if you're not using the exact uh, language, right? we know that a hundred zuz, we said it was 25 slum. Uh, we said, Right? So if he didn't say 25, he said 20, or he said 30. So it means he's, he's using you know, an, an inferior quality, and that's where they're not exact. Go, go after the smaller amount that we came out with. So there, they were all on one line. They're depending on another. But over here, it's one's on top, one's on the bottom. They're not depending on each other. Therefore, it does go after the bottom. So obviously, why do you write the top to begin with? What's the whole point of writing the top? The point is like this. If one of the letters were erased from the bottom, we can look up at the top and say, oh, that was the amount. That's the reason why the amount on the top is up there. Uh, though they point out if two of the letters are erased from the bottom, then we will not learn it out from the top part. All right, with that, we'll hold it over here for Mishnah Bayes.